What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuana at SkylineSportsMT.com. Big week, long week, fun week. Thanks so much for listening to all of our stuff. We really tried to blow it out for you. We wanted to have as many different uh, individual podcast episodes for you, uh, as well as print content from myself, Andrew Houghton, and Tom Stuber. So appreciate all the guys for all their uh, awesome work on all of this. As always, we have our interviews podcast for the week. This is a uh, collaboration conglomeration of all the interviews from uh, across the Big Sky Conference that we were able to conduct this week. I had a even longer slate of potential guests, but we weren't able to connect with a couple of them. We still have a whole bunch of great ones coming up. I was hoping to connect with one of our favorite guys, Dennis Erickson, because he has so much perspective on a variety of different Big Sky Conference things. He coached at Idaho, he played and coached at Montana State, and then he went on to become a college football Hall of Famer after leading Miami to a couple national championships. Also had a storied career that included stops with the Seattle Seahawks and uh, Arizona State and uh, you know, a variety of other places. Uh, Coach Erickson unavailable this week, but he said he will certainly connect with us sometime soon. And uh, always fun to hear from Coach Erickson. His perspective will be good, uh, even if it's Montana at Idaho, Montana State at Idaho. Uh, so tease and, and looking forward to that maybe down the road. We will hear, though, from Levi Janicaro. He's a Grizz linebacker. He's our Grizz Star of the Week this week. He's number 37 for Montana and a Missoula Big Sky alum that's definitely done his hometown proud. Also from Hayden Hatton. He's the Big Sky Conference Preseason Player of the Year and All-American a year ago at Idaho and uh, one of the best wide receivers in the conference. We'll hear from Aaron Flugrad. He's the offensive coordinator in Northern Arizona. Don't look now, but NAU, they're 2-1 in Big Sky play, and they're only one point away from being 3-0. and They lost to Sac State by a point, but they already have wins over Montana and Weber State. They have Portland State coming to Flagstaff. That's a, that's a big game. A game maybe that uh, wasn't expected to be a big one coming into the year. And uh, now both those teams, I don't know, we'll see. I think we're going to find out if they're contenders or pretenders based on the result of that one. We'll hear from Sebastian Valdez. He's a All-American defensive tackle at Montana State. They host Cal Poly on Saturday. We'll hear from Paul Wolf, the head coach uh, of the Cal Poly Mustangs as well. And that'll do it for our interviews pod for this middle of October week uh, where all the showdowns are coming down the pipe. I'll be in Moscow this weekend, then the following week in Sacramento to cover the Cats at Sac State, then back to the Kibbe Dome as the Bobcats go over the Palouse at two take on Idaho. Then I'll be in Missoula for Sac State at Montana under the lights. Then we'll be in Bozeman for Eastern Washington at MSU. And then, of course, we'll be in Missoula for the rivalry showdown, Montana State uh, at Montana. So big-time games coming up across the Big Sky Conference each and every weekend for the rest of this 2023 regular season. Appreciate all of our fine sponsors uh, for all their contributions to us here uh, at Skyline Sports. We get things started with Levi Janicaro, our Grizz Star of the Week. Hey, what's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas from Skyline Sports and ESPN MT. I'm headed over to the battle for the Little Brown Stein between Montana and Idaho a day early because not only is a homecoming in Moscow, it's also the second ever Tap the Keg Brew Fest. Friday, that's October 13th, from 3.30 to 7.30 Pacific time, the Brew Fest will be at the Dan O'Brien Track and Field Complex, which is right in the hub of all the homecoming festivities there for the Vandals. Local and regional beers, ciders, and seltzers will be available to taste and enjoy. And Oktoberfest-inspired food vendors and live music will also be a part of the experience. Everybody over at the University of Idaho, they really want you to know that Vandals and Grizz fans alike are welcome at this event. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fun. If you like to hang out with me, I'm certainly down to hang out with you. You can purchase tickets at go.uidaho.edu backslash tap the keg. That's go.uidaho.edu backslash tap the keg. There'll be over 15 different breweries represented. And right before the pep rally, which follows this fun event, 
There's going to be a fireworks show and a drone show as well. It's going to be super fun. Really uh, happy and uh, appreciative that the Office of Alumni Relations there at the University of Idaho invited us. And so if you'd like to go, please do it. Go.uidaho.edu. The second ever Cap the Tag event Friday, the 13th, that is, 3.30 to 7.30 at the Dan O'Brien Track and Field Complex in the Kibbe Dome. Time now for our Grid Star of the Week. It's presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, more than 30 years of experience. Paul Ryan and Angie Miller approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures the top-notch attorneys that are always prepared and ready to press forward on your case to get you the justice you deserve. Our Grid Star of the Week this week, a senior captain and linebacker for the University of Montana. It's Levi Janicaro joining us. And we only have a couple minutes left. Grizz just got done with a rainy practice. Levi, thanks for taking a minute, man. How you doing? Good, guys. How the heck are you doing? Great, man. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, we'll get right to it. Just take us through the win on Saturday. A huge win for the Grizz at UC Davis. You guys sealed it with a great defensive stand at the end. Ryder Meyer pops the fumble out, and you guys recover it. Uh, just how big was this win for Montana? Oh, the win was huge. I mean, every win is huge, and wins on the road are even bigger, I think. I mean, they're, they're really tough to get at home. Wins are tougher to get on the road. So to be able to, to come home with a W was big time and certainly gives you guys some momentum now because you're sitting five and one right alongside a lot of the other top teams in the league and you're playing one of them uh, on saturday so uh how you guys approach this what do you think of this primetime showdown you got at the kibbe dome on saturday night i mean it's it's gonna be a gonna be a fun game just, just, just like you said it's it's a nationally ranked ma- matchup they're i believe the number three team they're a good team so we just have to prepare like we always do and stay tuned in to what each individual, what we have to do, do our 111th and try to go out there and outplay him and get and get and get get a win. Well, certainly their quarterback, Giovanni McCoy, is getting a bunch of headlines and justifiably so. Freshman of the year in the nation last year. The receivers, yeah. uh, prolific guys. But to me, when I watch them, a lot of it starts and ends with the run game. I know that's something you guys are so good at is shutting down the run. So, I mean, how big of a priority is that part this week? I mean, that's probably the number one goal for, for, for our defense for every game is to stop the run. So this game is no different. Uh, anytime when you can make a team, when you can take away the run game and make them one-dimensional, it really, I mean, it shuts down about half of their offense and allows the defense to open up their playbook a little bit and try to put some pressure on the quarterback. So, I mean, if, if, if we can stick to, to our game plan and uh, stick to our goals and stop the run, then that'll help us out a lot. From just a defensive unit perspective, I mean, you talked about doing your 111th, and that's something that Coach Houck has talked about a lot, especially coming out of the NAU loss. It seemed like you guys did a great job of that last week. So, I mean, where have you seen this defensive unit make strides here these last couple weeks? Um, I mean, it's just every guy has has, has become more, more more serious about their each individual assignment, uh, not not trying not trying to do too much on any given play and trusting that their teammates will do their part. You know, when, when everybody is focused on their 111th, uh, I mean, that completes the 11-11th, which is one, which is a good play for the Grizz. Levi Janikero joining us here on Nuanas Now, a Grizz captain and a senior there for the University of Montana. Uh, we haven't uh, caught up with you on the radio since you, you got the, the, the hallowed jersey. So, I mean, what, what's the experience been like? We're number 37, every kid's dream in Montana, but especially a Missoulian like you. So, what's the honor been like? How's it gone this first half of the year? 
Oh, you know what? It's it's been a blessing, man. God is good. I mean, uh, to be able to don this number, this jersey has been just a heck a heck of a deal. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, um, I'd say the the biggest change is how long I'm I'm on the field at the end of a home game. It's it's funny how many more kids just recognize you because of the number. I swear it adds like a half hour. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. You were but, certainly built but, for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's been a lot of fun. Well, we, we're up against it, so we got to let you go, but we'll certainly catch up with you at least one more time before this senior year is over. But best of luck on Saturday, man. Thanks for making some time. Hey, thanks, fellas. It was good to talk. Levi Janicaro. I got to tell you, you know, you get to know some of these guys pretty well. I, I know Levi on a personal level a little bit, and I got to tell you, as a Big Sky alum, but also just somebody that's grown up in Missoula, I'm just so dang proud of that kid, man. He has done it right. He is he has had an exceptional career, but also he's just such an awesome person and such a great leader. So uh, proud to have him on the show. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Well, a little dual purpose here for you as we get into the meat of the Big Sky Conference schedule. Sorry, across the sidelines here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, or maybe you're listening to Vandals Weekly on Skyline Sports. Either way, we appreciate you for joining in at the University of Idaho, the host of one of the games of the week in all of college football, KB Dome, the site of number 16, Montana, at number 3, Idaho. It's on ESPN2. It's going to be a great night game there in Moscow. We're joined now by Idaho senior wide receiver Hayden Hatton. Hayden, thanks for taking a minute, man. First of all, I mean, when you hear all that, you hear all just the, the, the fanfare leading up to this, what do you think? How do you feel? The Kibbe Dome's going to be rocking on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for this opportunity. You know, uh, as we've continued to improve this season, every game has became a big game. You know, when you once you're a high-ranked team, every game matters just as much as the next one. And so having an opponent like Montana come into the Kibbe Dome and, and uh, filling it out, is it's just going to be a blast and a great experience. Well, it's so interesting to me because you strive to be in that position, right? You strive to be a team where everybody's treating you like a big game. But this is relatively new during the FCS era, uh, back in the FCS for Idaho. How do you think you guys have just absorbed that and reacted to that? You know, I think it, it definitely came with the uh, just a culture change. You know, the the it's crazy how far believing that you're going to win goes. You know, and so I think that was instilled with us last year with the new coaching staff change. And you know, everybody's truly bought into it. And uh, you can see this year we've just done a great job situationally of, of taking care of business when we had to and uh, and finding ways to win. 
That also is is so interesting to me because I remember when Idaho first came back in the league just a, a year or two before you got to Moscow, and I remember watching them, looking at them, you're like, man, got some dudes, they got some good players. I mean, testament to that, there's multiple guys that are in the NFL from, from those first couple Big Sky Idaho teams. When it comes to the process of expecting and learning how to win, though, how do you go about that, and how are you guys able to turn the corner so quickly once Coach Eck got there? You know, I think it might sound very simple, but it's just having a coach that truly believes in his players, believes in the scheme, and puts us in a position to win, and uh, and gets the community behind you. You know, it's the, the this is like the first time in my college experience where I think the QB Dome will be completely sold out, and um, and our attendance from these last couple of years have just skyrocketed because we have the entire city of Moscow behind us, and it just uh, it it adds a lot of belief and value just to the team and the program and I think having a community uh, full of boosters and people who support the Idaho Vandals just you know gives you a purpose deeper than yourself to go play the game and try to win well it's so awesome too because Idaho was so good in the 80s and 90s before they left the big sky and I think there's a ton of fans and boosters around there that remember that and we're really hoping to get that back so I mean what's the vibe like when you're on campus and when you're just out and about town I mean you probably hear from a lot of people like hey thanks for bringing Idaho football back yeah, um, it's, it's actually kind of crazy. My freshman coach from high school football, his name is Craig Junton, and he's, he was a quarterback here at the University of Idaho, and he played in the Hall of Fame, and, or he's in the Hall of Fame here. And uh, so, like, you know, having people like that who, you know, you know, support the Vandals and, and you know, care for the Vandals a ton, it's it's awesome to see how we were able to turn it around just for the, the community, the people who care about the Vandals. And it's awesome to bring all these people back together and, you know, give them a, give them a real purpose to cheer for the Vandals again. Hayden Hatton here on Vandals Weekly as well as on ESPN Radio. He's a, I called you a senior, but you're actually technically a redshirt junior, right? He still could have another year if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, in, in technically, yes. It's because I just, I know you've been around for four or five years, so I was like, oh, I must be a senior, but I, okay, so that that's to be determined, so that'll be interesting. Uh, when it comes to this, your guys' offensive uh, performance, offensive execution, I guess, first of all, I'll start with the quarterback. Javonte McCoy was outstanding last year, but he's been uh, even better this year. So, where have you seen him grow? Where have you seen him improve? I think Giovanni and the entire football team has just improved situationally. Yeah. You know, every game, you have to take every game differently. You know, every opponent you play plays differently. Some games, you know, you watched how we played Eastern Washington. They were dropping a lot of people in coverage. A game for Giovanni to really blow the doors off, but he did a great job of, you know, carrying out his fakes, doing a great job uh, controlling the defense, calling the right audibles when we had to. And you could see, you know, it makes Anthony Woods and Nick Romano combine for like 350 yards on the ground and so that that's where I think he truly has grown is becoming a great leader of the team and and learning how to win football games more consistently because when you have a great quarterback who understands the game it puts your team in a great position to win I also love because I mean obviously last year you guys threw the ball so well and so there's a ton of headlines for the receivers and you, know, you and Jermaine Jackson at the Big Sky kickoff and everybody's talking about this offensive trio that you guys got with uh, Gio and you guys but you guys running the ball, it seems to me, is the, the key to the whole thing. I mean, how important are Anthony Woods and Nick Romano to, to just your guys' offensive attack? 
you know, they're very important, along with our O-line. You know, they do th – that entire group has absolutely killed it this year, and they're taking advantage of their opportunities. You know, we've we've seen a lot more uh, cover two and cloud than we have in the past. You know, J.J. and I aren't getting nearly as much man-to-man -man as, as we were used to, and and I respect that. I, I, I mean, I figured that would happen. And so we're just really taking advantage of it with, with our, our good O-line and our, and our great backs who are able to make people miss in space. And, you know, you, you have to take what the defense gives you. And uh, if they're willing to give up 7.8 yards of carry right now, we're willing to take it. Yeah, I think everybody would. I know deep down in his heart, old offensive lineman Jason Eck, he definitely loves that uh, as well. Hayden Hatton joining us here uh, on Nuwana's Now on ESPN Radio. Uh, how about this matchup then with the Grizz? I mean, we talked about the fanfare around the game and, and uh, just all the hype, but how about the actual opponent? What, what sort of things have you seen out of Montana so far this year? You know, Montana's a great team, as they always are. They're 5-1, and one, just like we are. Um, and I think the, the one thing that I, I respect about Montana the most is the consistency they have to be a great team. You know, it's tough to continually reload and, and, and uh, have belief that you're going to win and trust in your guys. And they do a great job of, of reloading and having guys every year. So I think uh, going against a team like Montana this year, um, it's just another great opportunity for us to display what we can do and uh, to go do it against a great opponent. Did you see, I'm sure you've only looked at a little bit of it as we talk here on this Tuesday, but it seemed to me like Montana was doing a little bit different stuff against UC Davis than they have uh, pretty much for the duration of the last couple of years. Did you notice anything like that? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're playing a lot of cover three, a lot of cover one, um, yeah. a little bit of a little bit of cover two where they roll the yep. they, cause they, they have a they have a funky defense. It's a defense that you have to watch a lot of film on because they run like a three, three, five. Right which is three down linemen, three linebackers, five people in coverage, but really they have the five people in coverage. They always have like a guy like Fouch or somebody walking down. Yes. Playing the run as well. So uh, it's just, they give you a lot of different looks. They blitz a ton. That's how they, they continue to like cover all their gaps is they all, they're always practically bringing somebody on every play. So it's just being able to identify that. And I think they're going to play every team slightly differently. You know, it's a well-coached team. You can see that with their special teams. They're always doing a couple of different things and they're always, they're changing things up. And I think that's, that, that's what keeps them, uh, keeps, you know, other teams on their toes and keeps it unpredictable. But uh, it's just being able to identify their tendencies and see what they're doing and, and you know, getting the O-line counted correctly so we can protect Vonnie well, you know, in the pocket. Yeah, it's great, great breakdown by you. I, I certainly um, see that when I watch them as well. They were so much, you know, either man-to-man -man or quarters for the last several years because they bring all that pressure, but now they're doing some complex coverage stuff on the back end too, and you can see it at least lately paying benefits for Montana. Hayden Hatton here uh, on is Now, uh, last couple things for you. There. I mean, what do you remember about last year's game, and, and uh, does that play at all into your mentality coming into this year? I guess the only thing I remember from last year's game is, is like the only thing I'm carrying over is just the tendencies of each individual player that were still there because they seem to be doing a lot of different stuff. Last year, we got a lot of man-to-man -man and they did a great job stopping the run and they were vulnerable, you know, deep. I don't know what they plan on doing this year. You know, every team we've played, they've had a, a different scheme than we thought they were going to have when they come play us. I think that just carrying over from last year, just the, uh, the, the belief that we're going to win, you know, I think that we need to carry that over into every game. And uh, just for me, remembering the tendencies that certain players had, you know, how to get open on them. And you you almost learn more from the – you could watch a ton of film, and, and film is great. And, I, you know, I, I, I learn a lot and learn a lot of tendencies. But from the first snap, you could see how they're going to really truly play you, um, either to the boundary or to the field as a receiver. And you, you learn so much from that first drive.
fascinating. It'll be fun to watch. Saturday night at the Kibbe Dome, Montana at Idaho. Hayden Hatton joining us here on ESPN Radio and the Big Sky Breakdown. I mean, last thing for you then, uh, keys to victory for you guys and, and what would it mean to get a win on Saturday? You know, the keys to victory for us is uh, remaining composed. You know, there's going to be a lot of people there, a lot of people who support us. You know, a lot of my ex-teammates are going to be there. It's, it's going to be a great environment, but no matter what happens, remaining composed, continue uh, having that belief that we're going to win and, uh, and just doing your job. You know, all of us, if we, if we stay, stay within ourselves, do our job, everything will work out. You know, we can't step outside of our comfort zone. Just do our thing, do our job, and everything will be fine. Well, excited to see the Kibbe Dome rocking on Saturday night. We're coming over there the next couple weekends, so it'll be fun to, to take in all what Idaho has to offer. Hayden Hatton here uh, on the Big Sky Breakdown as well as Nuanas Now. Hayden, appreciate it, man, and best of luck on Saturday. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Well, we love new friends here at the Big Sky Breakdown, and we have a new presenting sponsor spearheading our new expansion, Vandals Weekly, but also as a part of the Big Sky Breakdown as a whole. Old Works Golf Course in Anaconda. It's an iconic place, a Jack Nicholas course. If you've never been there, you've never seen it, you got to look up pictures and you got to go check it out. The sand traps, which are prevalent and very challenging, they are all over the place, and they're filled with black sand. It is an unbelievable visual spectacle to see. And that, plus the elements and the way that it's carved into the mountainside there, it makes it an incredibly challenging course. For all you Bobcat and Grizzly people, if you're in Missoula, in Bozeman, in western Montana, in southwestern Montana, it's a perfect center point right in the middle of everything. And the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey is now open all winter long. Expert swing and and mental coaching for you all off season. They also have cl- custom club fitting, multiple state of the art trackman simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works to schedule your winter session 406 563 5989. That's 406 563 5989. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Big Sky Spotlight here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Maybe you're listening on ESPN Radio. Either way, you're tuning in. Appreciate you for being here. We're joined now by Northern Arizona Offensive Coordinator Aaron Flugrad. NAU been playing really well in conference play so far off to a 2-1 start after an 0-3 start to the season. And a lot of it's been because of the Lumberjacks offense. Coach, thanks for being here, man. First of all, uh, just tell us about the, just the center of the scope of this season. You guys made the move at quarterback there. Uh, in the Utah Tech game, and it seems like it's played big dividends. I've been really impressed with your freshman, Adam DeMonte. Uh, just take us through it. I mean, what has been the, the key to sort of turning the corner here these last three weeks? Yeah, I think it's the mentality of our guys. Um, they were uh, sick of losing, um, but, uh, you know, in this day and age, it's hard to have that grit and resolve. And they said, hey, it's a new season, and our head coach, Coach Ball, did a great job with that. It's a new season going into conference play, and guys really rallied around that and and stepped up and guys stepped up across the board including uh adam at quarterback who you know we knew was going to be a good player um but being a true freshman um you know kind of had to see how everything played out and, and, he, and he's done a good job since he's been in there 
Totally. And, and, I mean, he obviously has been a key factor, but you don't want to give all the credit to one guy. It seems like everybody on the team, though, has been playing with uh, renewed confidence, and, and it seems like you guys have really coalesced. So what have been the key factors? I know you guys brought in a lot of transfers in the offseason, so was it just a matter of coming together? Or what's been going – You know, how did you guys just sort of do this from a team perspective these last couple of weeks? Yeah, no doubt. And um, we had to sort it out with having a lot of new faces and get guys in, in the right spots and the right positions. And um, I think it's just been uh, um, a lot of camaraderie on our team, guys playing hard for one another and guys gelling. And, you know, you saw last week against Weaver, uh, we didn't have our best game on offense. We get a punt return touchdown, and defense plays lights out. And um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great environment to be in. And, a lot of new guys um, stepping up and then guys that have been around for a while, you know, the Hendricks Johnson, the, you know, Coleman Owen, uh, those types of guys uh, showing the new guys how to, how to get it done and, and everybody getting on the same page going forward. Fascinating to watch just the way that uh, pretty much everybody in college football is just managing all these different moving parts now with, you know, all the transfer stuff and the extra eligibility and, you know, one-time transfer waivers and all this stuff. But you guys deserve a lot of credit just because, you know, great quarterback and R.J. Martinez leaves, but then you bring in a whole bunch of guys, and now it seems like you really found the guy. So uh, just take us through from your perspective, just coaching quarterbacks in general. How have you sort of gone about managing it? Because sometimes, I mean, I think if you lose an elite guy like that, some people could maybe be down in the dumps about it. But it seems like you guys started fresh and uh, haven't really missed a beat. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that was a process in regards to uh, going through all that. But you know, what I'll say is, can't say enough about the guys we have on our football team. And it really seems like, uh, you know, the guys here they they love NAU and they want to be here. And there's something to be said about that. You know, guys that are going to fight and fight through adversity. And um, I think that's been really the key is those transfers coming in. They don't really seem like transfers. You know, they seem like they've been here for a while because of the way they bought in. And same with the freshmen, you know, a guy like Adam at quarterback or Alex McLaughlin or uh, Davo at safety, you know, both of our safeties. And um, it's just uh, it's a great environment to be in when uh, everyone loves coming to work every day and wants to get better and really cares about NAU and, and the success of the team uh, overall. When it comes to Adam DeMonte specifically, I mean, his high school numbers and his film are just insane. I mean, he's such a great high school player, but it's always a huge learning curve. So, I mean, what, what has helped him sort of emerge as, as a guy that's ready to go as a true freshman here this year? Yeah, I think I think his high school coaches have prepared him well. You know, he had Zach Hill on staff there mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. um, and you know, he, a year before that, he was the OC at ASU. Right, know? totally. <laughs> I think that helped, and I think uh, you know, Adam. Uh, uh, I think the other guys in the room have really helped him as well, as far as getting him up to speed and get him going. And you know, he played well in scrimmages, um, and um, we knew we knew that he. Uh, you know, as an accurate passer and get out of his hand and all that. And so uh, it's just continuing to develop on, developing that and continuing to build it around his skill set. And the good thing about it and really express this to our quarterbacks is, you know, having Hendricks and Coleman, those are two guys who are, you know, going to go down one and two in the all-time reception leaders in NAU history and guy like Drayson Hall at running back and, you know, uh, uh, a deep group at tight end and running back as well. And, a lot of great guys up front. It's really just, hey, you got to get the ball to your playmakers, and that's what you got to be able to do. And so I think he's done a good job of doing that, of giving guys opportunity to run after the catch. And um, 
we got uh, we got a lot of veteran guys around him that are helping him out as well. Aaron Flugrad here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com, as well as ESPN Radio. It's our Big Sky Spotlight. He's the offensive coordinator there at Northern Arizona. They're coming off a 27-10 win uh, over Weber State. And you mentioned some of your offensive skill guys, Coach. It's easier said than done to accumulate guys that have both experience and great talent like you do. So um, how have those guys helped your offensive philosophies evolve? And, and how do you go about, like you say, you know, get the ball in your playmaker's hands and, and uh, you know keep everybody happy? It seems like a, quite a task. Yeah, we got a lot of unselfish guys yeah that's what it's about and the way i look at it you know we had a had a pretty uh good game against montana and our top uh, wide out and coleman owen i think he had two targets right. you know and a guy like chase belcher uh, comes on the scene um but those guys coleman was happier than anybody in the locker room and those are the type of guys we got and they know that hey it might be more of a tight end game this game or more of a wide out or more of a running back game and that type of thing and everyone's on board and um you know that's our job is to get guys in the right position and to showcase their abilities and so a lot of it's you know dictated by the opponent and how we can find mismatches and i think our guys understand that that we're gonna practice hard every every week and could be a different group or a different guy that really uh has a breakout game depending on this on 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 each saturday one of my uh, great friends and, and uh, partners at ESPN Radio, Marty Mornaway, he's doing the color commentary for a lot of the Big Sky calls, and I know he talked to you guys leading up to the, the Montana game, and and he said, you know, pretty much everybody echoed the same thing. The Kiefer NAU was just finding and harnessing some confidence. So when, when you guys got the big win over Montana, how much did that do just for your collective mentality, and how much has that contributed then to playing really well the last couple of weeks too? felt great and it it was all about directed energy and i think uh, at that point everyone was real down the dumps and 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 sick of the result and so it was you know what do i need to do play in and play out to get this thing done and so that felt great it was electric atmosphere at the sky dome from the athletic training staff to the equipment staff to the strength staff um, everybody pulling their weight to bring energy and directed energy towards a victory. And so when we saw what we were capable of in doing that, we're able to build off that and then take that on the road the last two weeks. And obviously uh, dropped one of them, but got the, got the other one done. And uh, now being back home, we're, we're excited about it and uh, just excited about being around this group and getting another opportunity to get out there on Saturday. We got certainly uh, battle tested having played Montana and then Sac State and then Weaver State. I mean, three of the best teams in the league the last three weeks. So, I mean, how much has that helped you now as you get into October? Yeah, the, the thing in the big sky is everybody's good. Totally. You know, it's, uh, so, you know, it, it's year to year. You know, there's there's a surprise team every year, it seems like. And so, you know, Portland, Portland State's a really, really good outfit. And, totally. Know, Coach, Bar- Coach Barney does a great job and uh, gets the most out of those guys and you know, they're kind of, you don't really know what they are because they played the likes of Oregon and Wyoming and Montana State and then same time played at New American University, you know, so we're still trying to figure that out, but they look real good on film. And so I think that's part of it is, yes, you know, those three teams we played are, are good teams in this conference. Um, but, you know, as you look at Portland State and um, what's left on the schedule, it's, you know how it is in the big sky. You got to show up every single week and be at your best every single week. And so that's really what we're focused on and um, just trying to get better every single week and, and building off the week before um, to bring our best and um, feel like that's going to put us in good, in good positions. 
No doubt. It is. Week to week, it's such a great league, and it's uh, it's really fun to follow. I, <laughs> no, it's so deep. It's so it's deep, so, man. And, it, you know, I mean, you even look at uh, – it's every single week, and that's that's – you know, I've been lucky to be a part of it uh, for a while now at NAU and then growing up, and it was my dad coaching with the Grizz. That's how it's always been. And so you got to show up and you got to be ready to roll because top to bottom, there's not a better conference in America. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I saw Portland State in Bozeman uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, thoroughly impressed. Uh, I thought they have oh, yeah. mad, oh, yeah. mad amount of talent on both sides of the ball. No doubt. No doubt. That quarterback can scoot now. Takes off. <laughs> Takes off like it's open. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, last thing for you then, what do you think are the uh, – the keys then for you guys against Portland State on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, offensively it starts with the little ball. You know, uh, we've uh, haven't had a clean game yet, and clean game I mean having zero turnovers, and so that's going to be key number one. We really got to do a good job of that, um, and um, it starts with that. You know, if, if we do that, we're going to have a good opportunity uh, running the ball. Um, that's always key. Um, and um, especially against a physical defense like Portland State, you know, and they're uh, they play very, very hard. They're uh, well coached, and um, all their guys are flying to the football. And so that's that's obviously going to be a key. And then I, I I think the third thing is just uh, you know have the ability to um, you know make plays and uh, win those fifty fifty balls, uh, make guys miss in space, um, those types of things. When it does come down to a man to man matchup, we got to make it happen. We played, we played them a lot over the years, and it, it seems to always be tight, you know, down to the wire, and um, that's a sign of a well-coached team. So we're excited about it, but uh, those are three things that we got to take care of to be victorious on Saturday. Aaron Flugrad, OC there at NAU. They host Portland State on Saturday in Flagstaff. Coach, thanks for the time today, man. I really appreciate it, and we'll catch up down the line, but uh, thanks for being here. Awesome. Thank you. Take care, all right? There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Well, time now for our Montana State Minute featuring various members of the Montana State football team. And we're joined now by junior defensive tackle Sebastian Valdez, one of the best inside defensive linemen in the Big Sky Conference and in the FCS. Sebastian, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Good, good. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. First of all, I just want to talk about just the midpoint of the season here. I mean, you guys had the bye at pretty much an ideal time, at least it seems like. You got six games under the belt. You got five games remaining. So what would you think of the timing of the bye, and what sort of stuff did you guys get done last week? Yeah, it was good. It was good timing for the bye, but nothing really changed during the week. We still went through our normal routine and stuff, so we're just taking it week by week, really focusing on one opponent at a time, and uh, 
I know we have a pretty hard away schedule, so really trying to focus on that as well. How would you evaluate just where you guys are at right now, uh, about halfway through the year? I say we're in a pretty good spot. The guys are working and guys are doing good, so just taking it week by week, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much. One thing I love about covering the FCS and just following the FCS is most often you are going to probably lose a game, but it's so much about how you react to that loss. I know you guys were so disappointed after losing in Brookings, but you guys have been lights out since then. So what's been the key to sort of bouncing back from that and, and what has sort of led to you guys playing so well these last three weeks? We just have to rely on each other. We know that playing in the Big Sky Conference is tough, and every every team, especially if you're uh, ranked pretty high, you're going to get the best shot every week. So it's it's, it's a matter of preparing well every week and understanding that uh, no game is going to be easy. And even if you play uh, not a very high-caliber team, we have to take it as, as if they're the number one team. Absolutely. And it seems like you guys love that, though. It seems like you guys love you know getting everybody's best shot. It seems like you guys have really reacted well and acclimated yeah. well to that. Yeah, for sure, it helps us, and uh, we, we it's good for us to understand that, take nothing nothing lightly. Sebastian Valdez joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's our Montana State Minute. How about uh, just you personally, from a leadership role, seems like you, you've really grown and developed, and I think it's fun to watch because you guys have so many guys in your class that are juniors. It seems like you guys have natural leadership characteristics, like Tommy and Brody and a bunch of guys. But now that you're older, it seems like you really settled into it. So, I mean, does, be, does being older help you lead more? For sure, for sure. I mean, the older you get, the, the more eyes you get on you, especially younger guys on the team. So it's it's good to set that, that example and just lead, lead and uh, show them how things are done. So uh, it's for sure a good thing, and uh, I for sure feel that way. And you, it seems like you're getting a lot of attention when it comes to what opposing teams are doing. But I think that that's one of the keys to your guys' defensive success, right, is is all these different guys drawing attention and freeing other guys up. So um, have you noticed any differences in the way teams are, are scheming and game planning for you? Um, I'm, I'm sure there is, but it's not really taken into account. I think as long as you do your job and really do it well, everything will play out. Well, it's, it seems like when it comes to doing your job and communicating and all that stuff, it seems like the defensive line's doing that at a really high level. So, I mean, how have you guys improved in that element? How have you guys, you know, uh, just improved overall as a unit? Yeah, at the end of last year, uh, Coach Howe really wanted to emphasize the fact that we need to communicate better on the D-line. Not only is it going to help each other, but if we're all wrong, we're all right. And it's just going to help us play faster in general. So communication is a key part of this year, for sure. And I want to ask you about the guy that's playing next to you. I know some people know, but I think some people forget that you and Blake Schmidt go way back, right? So, I mean, what's what's that experience been like? I mean, you guys are from the same town, went to the same high school. So, I mean, now going all the way through college, that's a lot of football to play next to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably, that's probably the closest guy I've ever been to. Uh, we've been playing football for so many years now, and uh, it's hard to actually even think about it. But, yeah, it's, it's awesome to have that chemistry with Blake Schmidt. Um, he's a great guy. I love having, having him. I love playing next to him. So, uh, yeah, it's an awesome experience and you guys last time out against Portland State a great win and you guys played exceptionally well especially after halftime but one guy that was just out on fire just out of his mind was Brody Greeby so what'd you think of his performance against Portland State you guys probably were pretty excited for him oh, oh of course of course it's it's awesome to see Brody out there and uh, especially with uh, his performance against Portland State he really went crazy um no we're, we're all happy for him and it, it's nothing new to us it's uh we work for this every week and we prepare for it so uh, it was nothing out of the usual for us, that expectation and standards for Brody. 
And when it comes to the expectation and standard, you know, I talked to Sean Howe about this last week, and Brody's talked about this as well, and, and so has Ben Seymour, and a lot of the guys, Kenneth Iden's talked about this with me too. It seems like you guys have a, a really strong awareness of the great defensive line play that's that's always highlighted Montana State, not just recently, but forever, decades and decades. So, I mean, how much does having a standard to try to uphold, how much does that inspire you guys? Having that expectation before even coming here and understanding why it's so important helps us not only develop, but play better. Like this university prides itself on on, on running the ball and stopping stopping the run. So we have to uphold that standard, you know? And um, I think it's it, it's, a, it's clear and it's it, it goes through the minds of the younger guys as well once you see this culture and see what, what we want to do, you know? Sebastian Valdez here on Nuan is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Montana State coming off a bye. They're 5-1 and one, ranked second in the country. Got Cal Poly coming to town uh, this upcoming weekend uh, in Bozeman. How about just Coach Howe in general? I mean, he seems like a, a very inspirational and energetic guy. Just describe his coaching style. What's it like playing for a guy like that? Uh, it's awesome. Um, he he's not up to, to get in your face and really tell you that what you're doing is wrong, and that's a good thing because that's how you fix your mistakes and really get better. He's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing and he knows how to. He knows D line play, and that's that's key. Um, that's key. Not only does he teach his technique, but it's a mentality that he brings with it. And uh, we're really uh, fortunate to have a guy like him here at Montana State. And just the defensive unit in general, I mean, you guys are playing really well right now, only giving up 15 points a game, just about 100 yards rushing a game. So what have been the keys? I mean, I, you guys were good last year defensively. seems like you, you've improved a lot across the board, though. I know that a lot of that has to do with all the guys playing behind you, too. So, I mean, what have been the, the key factors to you guys and your defensive performance so far? Yeah, no, I feel like we're a lot better than we were last year. Um we're we're a gap sound defense, and like everybody understands that they have a job. And uh, I don't know, but I don't I don't feel like anybody's selfish on this defense. Everybody loves each other, and everybody plays for one another. And I feel like that's very important on top of uh, just talent in general. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, um, but you don't have a good relationship with your with your players, and uh, it doesn't mean much, does it? No doubt, you can definitely see the chemistry coming through. Uh, across the board. Uh, last couple of things for you then. I mean, last year against Cal Poly, that was a crazy game, and, and the offense went nuts, scored 72 right. points. So, I mean, what do you remember about that one? And, uh, I mean, it must have been crazy for you guys as defensive guys to just see the offense scoring over and over and over again. No, yeah, it was, it was a great opportunity for young guys also to get in the game and really get out there and get that experience. So that was pretty cool. No, it was a great uh, game for our offense, and I really enjoyed seeing that, actually. And this week, I know as we speak here, it's only Monday, so probably just getting a – a little bit of a, a taste of Cal Poly so far, but I mean, uh, you guys have such a disciplined mentality, it seems like. So, I mean, does it even matter who you play? And it seems like you guys just go about your business no matter who's on the schedule. Uh, just week by week, it, it honestly doesn't matter who we play. Um, we're going to prepare the same and we're going to attack the week the same. And uh, like I said earlier, there's no, you can't take anything lightly. But yeah, Cal Poly, uh, they're a good disciplined team and they, we're not just going to walk in there and uh, just... Uh, just run all over them, you know. They're they're a good team, and we're, we're gonna have to fight for it. Sebastian Valdez, All American candidate there on the interior defensive line at Montana State. He's a junior there for MSU. They're coming off a bye, hosting Cal Poly on Saturday. Sebastian, thanks for being here, man. Really appreciate it, and best of luck this weekend. Awesome, thank you. And also, big shout out to my guy Kevin over at Westside Private Gym. Kevin has a doctorate in physical therapy, and he is an excellent trainer and physical therapist. The easiest way to explain what my uh, new 
endeavor with him is we're trying to break down all the concrete. And as you get older, you, you got a whole bunch of inflexibilities, immobilities. Your body is formed a certain way from all the ways you've been favoring your various bumps and bruises and injuries. And you know, you can you can make it through, but are you actually living your best life? Are you actually as mobile and flexible and malleable as you can be? And uh, you know, I've had some knee injuries, some shoulder injuries. And so I, you know, I work out a lot, but you know, a lot of times maybe you're training in the wrong way or, or your muscles just aren't firing in a proper fashion. So we're breaking down the concrete and building it back up. The first couple weeks of these workouts have been pretty much just physical therapy based, tearing down some fascia, you know, loosening up the muscles, really working on the mobility, working on being mindful with the breathing and the muscle engagement, trying to make the muscles proportionally fire. That's such a key thing. And, and Kevin does such a great job of explaining that. So really appreciate him. Can't wait for the journey to continue. And uh, we'll keep you updated on what's going on over there. But uh, fit during football back for another year and uh, couldn't do it without the Hype House or especially Kevin over there at Westside Private Gym. We're in the second half of the Big Sky Conference football slate and a whole bunch of games on the docket after a relatively light week a week ago and uh, our coverage previewing the game in Bozeman. Cal Poly at Montana State continues. Paul Wolf, the head coach of the Cal Poly Mustangs, joining us here uh, on ESPN Radio. Coach, appreciate the time, man. I know we talked to you uh, when you first got the job there at Cal Poly. Just take us through the last eight, nine, ten months for you. I mean, what's it been like? What's it been like taking over a program again? And uh, what have you thought of the progress you guys have made? Well, it's, it's been a, um, and we knew it, you know, kind of going into this, it's, it's been a, a, a continued rebuild for the program just because of, uh, you know, what transpired, you know, three years ago, uh, moving from the triple option offense and, um, you know, changing the philosophies uh, schematically. And so, you know, we feel like from the from the winter until now, we've, we've made some strides with the, just a few more able bodies, a, a little bit bigger, stronger we're still a very youthful team, and unfortunately, we've we've had a few injuries that have kind of hit our key players this year. So it's affected us a little bit at times, obviously. But we're growing. I mean, we're we're learning how to win. We're we're learning what it takes to be successful day in and day out. Even though sometimes the results aren't what we want, um, but I think we're battling. And I, and I think that uh, you know, down the second half of the, the season here, I, I think as we get a few guys back, I think we'll be a more and more competitive team week to week. Well, it's been a, such a big narrative transitioning away from the triple option, especially when Cal Poly ran it for, for so many years. I mean, multiple head coaches, Rich Ellerson and Tim Walsh, both ran it there. And so some of the, the transition points uh, to the layman person, pretty obvious. Uh, but is there anything that's been surprising, anything different that maybe you didn't expect that was going to be a challenge when it comes to this transition? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just think that that when you go through something like this, you know, it wasn't just the triple option. It was also the defense, you know, and and you look at that, that had to be completely redone. And I think that at times, you know, when they recruited in the past, it, it, it was a challenge to maybe recruit some defensive players because, you know, young men didn't want to play against triple options every, every day and in practice either if I'm a defensive player. And so just maybe the recruiting side and having to rebuild that as well on both sides. You know, a lot of times when you take over a new program, there's an opportunity like a one side of the ball is stronger than the other. And, sure. And, um, and you kind of build off of that. And, and in this particular case, it, it really had both sides of the ball to kind of completely redo. So um, that, it just kind of puts you back a little bit further in, in your growth. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel like we are, we are kind of growing together defensively and offensively and we're making strides. You know, we're just not where we need to be yet. 
It's interesting because I hadn't thought about that element of it because Cal Poly had all these great linebackers and, and probably a part of that was because they were going against the triple option every day. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they had a run of linebackers there, with particularly with Coach Ellerson. Yes. Were phenomenal, phenomenal football players, and, and um, they did some great things. But uh, I just think that sometimes – you know, you get you get in a rut and, and, and is, is, is a program, and I think that Cal Poly had, had done that. And not that it was any person's fault. It's just kind of where it was. And um, But there's been a, a you know, a, a recommitment to growing the program and with John Madden's family building us a new facility um, and, and the administration decided that we're going to move football forward. I, I think that you're going to see a lot of positive things from Cal Poly football moving forward. Um, you know, we're still working through this season with a youth, very youthful football team, but but I do feel like the next few years, things are lining up to be a, a very competitive team. Well, certainly, I mean, as somebody that's covered the Big Sky for 17 years now, I've always thought, I mean, Cal Poly's definitely a place you could win. It's been proven that that could happen. I mean, they were a playoff team very often, you know, during the early 2000s, even into the 2010s. So, and so many different things. Great school, awesome campus, awesome town, some tradition, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, when you know that you do have some of those advantages, though, Coach, is it is it hard to be patient? Or I guess, how do you sort of manage, just understand where you're at as a program and continuing to grow, but not getting frustrated with, with where you're at? Yeah, it, it is. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, <laughs> it's hard for me to be patient. You know, I've been in these situations before, but you, you just, you, you know where you want to be and get to, and sometimes there's just not a lot you can do to get there at this present time. Um, all you can do is, is just make sure you are continually to grow. And, uh, and eventually, you know, you just keep banging on that, on that dam and eventually it'll break. And, and that's what we've got to do. We, we just got to stay as positive as we can, work extremely hard and just keep, keep chipping away, chipping away. And eventually we'll, we'll, we'll have that breakthrough. Paul Wolf here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. He's the head coach at Cal Poly. They are playing in Bozeman uh, on Saturday evening uh, at Bobcat Stadium against second-ranked uh, Montana State. Coach, when it comes to your quarterbacks, I know uh, you brought in Sam Heward, one of the most heralded recruits that the uh, the league has seen. Last couple weeks you've been playing Bo Kelly there as well, and they seem like a little bit different type of guys. So I just break that down for us. No need to reveal anything if there's any sort of stuff going on with the injuries or whatever, but I mean, what have you thought of just the way that you're quarterback position has operated so far this year well yeah early on with with sam you know there was some growing periods although he still did well and um in the beginning it it was so we got through our first two three games and then he he got actually he got the flu extremely bad before we opened up the portland state game got him into the game got hit and got a concussion on top of the flu or food poisoning whatever he had and so we have not had him for the last three games and then Bo Kelly, a redshirt freshman, came in and really has grown and done some really nice things. Been really pleased with him, and he's going to be a, a really good player for us uh, moving forward as well. So it's been encouraging to see him, and then knowing that Sam's capable as well. That we have maybe you know two good quarterbacks that can really lead this football team, and, and really you know from last year we had Jaden Jones who's coming off a knee injury that. Is, is still coming back off of that. So we feel pretty comfortable about the growth and where we're at at the quarterback position. So we've been relatively pleased. We're, you know, we're hoping to get Sam back this week. Um, it's, it's been a little bit of a process, but, but um, you know, either way, um, both of them we feel can do the, the things we, we're trying to do. And so, um, you know, hopefully we get to Saturday and, and, and we can, you know, get some drives going and score some points. 
When it comes to your offensive staff, I, I actually knew about Sheldon Cross from back when he was at Idaho State, and then I know he has some connections with Sam from the high school days and now as your offensive coordinator. And I also find it interesting having Eric Meyer as well. I mean, when I first started covering the big sky, he was absolutely one of the best players in the country. So uh, great to, to have a guy with that level of knowledge in the league and also that was such a productive player himself. So uh, how has that uh, continuity worked out? I mean, I know you, you have a lot of offensive acumen as well. So, I mean, what do you thought of just the offensive staff and the way you guys are kind of putting your heads together to, to form ideas and, and execute the, those ideas? Well, it's, it's a great question because, you know, it, not only, you know, Sheldon's new, we, Ryan Payne, offensive line coach, is new, and we moved AC Jackson over to receivers. And so it's been a kind of a growing experience a little bit for us. And so we've made some adjustments as we've gone through the season just in terms of dividing things up and putting our heads together. But I feel like the potential is extremely good, and we've kind of learned to grow ourselves along with you know our players and um, the one stat that's interesting with this football team and so you're as coaches you're trying to find out who you really have because 42 of our, our 110 players um started this fall for the very first time at cal poly and so when 40 percent of your roster is that new um to go through a, a, a season and expect you know those new players to be major players week in and week out it's pretty hard to expect that so we are a very youthful team overall um, and learning who we can trust or who are, is extremely dependable game in and game out, you know, we're still working on those things, you know, and so we're still evolving what we, what kind of personnels we like, who we feel can go in there and do the things we are trying to accomplish. And so it is truly moving parts all the time with us. Um, and I feel that way as the coaching staff as well, um, just kind of get adjusted to each other, get adjusted to the players. Well, how about the opponent this weekend, then? Number two ranked team in the country, the defending Big Sky Conference champions. Uh, what do you think of this year's version of the Bobcats as you start to break them down? Yeah, I, I mean, they're a, a, a great football team. You know, they're, they're a team that uh, obviously can win a, a national title. And I know that what that's like. You know, you get your program to a level where any given year, you know, the right things happen for you and you can win a national title. And that's re- really where they're at, you know. And whether they win one this year or next year or whatever the case may be, um, they're a very physical, experienced football team on both sides of the ball. And, and um, you know, they've, they've kind of got their system dialed in and and uh, they do a great job coaching and they got great players. And to be honest with you, that's what it takes to win championships. And, um, and right now that's where they're at. They've got it. And um, you know, it's fun to watch them play. And, and uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be fun this Saturday, but, but I will tell you that uh, it is fun to watch them on film and to see how well they're doing. And uh, uh, I think they can compete with a lot of teams in the country. Well, as a guy that uh, has so many uh, big sky ties like you do and has been in and out of the league for so long, I mean, you think back to when you were at Eastern Washington and, and Mike Kramer was at Montana State trying to build it up. And, uh, I mean, it, to me, as somebody that's covered him that whole time, it's been fascinating to watch. What, what's your perspective on him? What have you think, thought of just sort of the, the rise of the program and, and the progress that they've made over these last 20 years? I just think, you know, their facilities, you know, you, you've been able to um, go out and recruit players wherever you needed to in the country. So that just broadens your network of, of athletes to choose from. And then you have the facilities that will attract the players there now, um, you know, and, and they've done a, a very good job developing the players that are there. So it's a combination of, of the facility growth, the commitment internally to make sure the players are being developed. And once you do that over a two, three, four-year period, the results will start to show up. And I think that's where you're at, you know, in Montana State. You've got the facilities in place. You've got the willingness to develop the players internally. Um, 
you got quality coaches. And so, so when you put all that together, um, you know, that's a great formula for success at any, any, any school. Absolutely. Uh, last couple of things for you. I mean, no secret of what Montana State wants to do to be successful. They want to run the ball right at you. They're going to run it until you stop it, and a lot of people can't really ever stop it, so they just keep on running it. So uh, how do you go about just sort of mentally preparing yourself uh, for that matchup, and how do you hope your, your guys sort of embrace that part of the challenge? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I, I mean, they've been able to score points at will, and and um, I see them, obviously, you're not going to stop them. Um, you, you know, you, you hopefully you play really good football, and you're extremely disciplined, and to prevent a lot of the big plays and and um, keep them from scoring real quick, uh, that, which they have that ability, and um, because they can run away from it, you know, quickly, and then off, you know, and then so that's going to be our challenge is is to be able to keep things as much as possible in front of us without giving up a lot of big plays, and you know, you, hopefully you, you create enough and you can create some turnovers and and find some field position in there for your offense and. You know, that's the best chance you got to go in there and, and to try to stay, you know, stay in a game and try to be in a game in the fourth quarter. Keys for you guys uh, in this one as you make the trek to Bozeman. Again, you know, trying trying to make them earn their yards and earn their points versus giving up easy cheap ones. And then offensively, we're we're just going to have to convert when we have third down opportunities. We got to take care of the football for sure, and we're we're going to have to be able to make some routine plays. You know, and if we play sloppy, which at times we have done that. It'll be a long day for us. We we cannot play sloppy. We've got to be able to go in there and execute the basics, you know, our basics. And if we do that, you know, that'll that'll keep us in the game. Paul Wolf, head coach of the Cal Poly Mustangs, they play at Bobcat Stadium on Saturday evening. Coach, appreciate the time, man. I uh, always love catching up, and uh, thanks for being here. Best of luck on Saturday and safe travels. All right, Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items and get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas from Skyline Sports and ESPN-MT. I'm headed over to the battle for the Little Brown Stein between Montana and Idaho a day early because not only is a homecoming in Moscow, it's also the second ever Tap the Keg Brewfest. Friday, that's October 13th, from 3.30 to 7.30 Pacific time, the Brewfest will be at the Dan O'Brien Track and Field Complex, which is right in the hub of all the homecoming festivities there for the Vandals, local and regional beers, ciders, and seltzers will be available to taste and enjoy. And Oktoberfest-inspired food vendors and live music will also be a part of the experience. Everybody over at the University of Idaho, they really want you to know that Vandals and Grizz fans alike are welcome at this event. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fun. If you like to hang out with me, I'm certainly down to hang out with you. You can purchase tickets at go.uidaho.edu backslash tap the keg that's go.uidaho.edu backslash tap the keg there'll be over 15 different breweries represented and right before the pep rally which follows this fun event there's going to be a fireworks show and a drone show as well it's going to be super fun really uh, happy and uh, appreciative that the office of alumni relations there at the university of idaho invited us and so if you'd like to go please do it Go.uidaho.edu, the second ever Cap the Tag event Friday, 
the 13th, that is, 3.30 to 7.30 at the Dan O'Brien Track and Field Complex in the Kibbe Dome. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. 